0: sales is the most lucrative skill in the world. Period. The problem is most sales advice out there today is outdated, cheesy, and can even keep you from getting the deals that can make all the difference in your career. This is the OBS Sales School, a podcast for entrepreneurs and salespeople who want to master the skill of selling without all the BS had a uh, sales call last week with a company that I've been referred to. And I often get referred to companies that somebody just bought them, right? They're trying to turn it around. Um, not an unusual situation for me. And this guy had bought a company in Atlanta. And it was a very solid run. Actually, he bought it from a corporation. So he bought the branch. And he called me and said, I think we need help with sales training. I'd been referred to him by another friend of his. We got on the phone and I said, how long you own the company? He said, about three months. And I said, why do you think you need to talk to me? And he said, because our sales are shit. And I said, OK, how do you know that? And he said, well, he said, I got a bunch of old people. They're not doing anything. They're not going to get new business. Um, a lot of our business is going to be going away because it was done through the corporate thing. And that doesn't pay us. We've got to get our act together over here. I mean, just he boy, was, man, was bleeding, right? He is scared. And so we talked and talked and talked. He said, you know, my margins suck. He said, my people are paid on gross margin. And he said, they really don't care about cutting prices. They've been doing that forever. And so that's what they keep doing. They keep telling me our prices are too high. And I'm like, what were you thinking when you bought this business? He goes, well, it wasn't apparent to me at the time. It wasn't apparent to me how bad things were. And I said, you know, I guess it rarely is. But anyway, he said, how can you help me? And I said, I got to be honest with you. I don't know that I can. He said, what do you mean? He said, I thought you helped companies build sales teams. I said, I do. I said, but tell me something. How many quotes are your guys putting out a week? He said, I have no idea. I said, how many Calls, how many door knocks or phone calls are they making a week to new prospects? He goes, I got no idea. I said, okay. So he said, probably not enough. I said, what is enough? He said, you know, I I really don't know that either. He said, I need your help. And I said, well, I get it, but I don't think you're ready for me yet. Here's the thing, and I will tell this to all of you. I will tell this, if you run a sales team, if you're a sales manager, here are five basic things you need to track right now. If you're not doing this already, you need to make sure you're tracking it. It doesn't have to be fancy, doesn't have to be in Salesforce, it can be done on a spreadsheet. But here are five things that I want you to get from your salespeople every single week. And by the way, this is not micromanagement, this is just management. Right. The number one thing you need to get from your sales team every week is how many new touches? How many touches are they making with new prospects? How many touches they're making with new prospects? Here's what that means. Number of times they picked up the phone and dialed a number to a new prospect or number of times they knocked on a door. I don't want to call. I don't want to count. Emails at this point, right? I wanted there to be active behavior beyond emails. How many calls are they making and how many, and how many door knocks are they making, right? That's one metric. What's the behavior that they're doing? The second thing I want you to measure is how many nos are they getting? What do you mean, Walker? Nos. Why would they measure that? Here's what has to happen to get a no. You've got to be talking to a prospect about business and then they need to tell you, no, we're not interested. No, we've already got that. No, we don't need that. Or no, that's not a priority for us. How many no's are they getting per week? Here's what this can avoid. Here's a lot of salespeople have gotten the habit of doing professional visiting where they show up, they say not, they walk in with a business card, they sweet talk the lady at the front desk and they say, hey, if y'all ever need any help, give me a call, right? Hey, give this to the manager, have him call me. Bullshit. That's not sales. That's at best professional visiting. That keeps the printers in business. I got nothing against printers. I hope they stay in business a long time because there are plenty of people that will go through and do this shit. Right. Or they'll leave a brochure at the front desk. Hey, if somebody needs somebody needs this, you give me a call. Bullshit. How many no's did they get from decision makers? How many no's do you get from decision makers? Which means you have to get in touch with a decision maker. Now, everybody's business is different, but let's say somebody had to get a minimum of five no's a week. Just five no's. I don't give a shit how many calls they make. You're recording those anyway, but they got to get at least five no's. That means they went out and talked to enough people and talked about business and asked about business, gave some, maybe some kind of information, maybe they didn't have to, but they got to no. know. Super important. Number three, how many quotes or proposals are they doing a week? I know everybody's business is different. Maybe you don't have, maybe you only do five of these a year, right? But how many people got something in writing, pricing, demo, whatever the hell that was, how many of those did you put out this week? Again, this shows moving through the cycle, moving through the cycle. How do we do that, right? Right. And then the last thing that you need to make sure you're measuring is the total amount of sales closed that week. Maybe there's a lot of zeros in there, but the first thing you need to look at is what are my people doing to get new business? That's the problem with with sales today. Right. Maybe for the last couple of years, we've been getting phone calls. People are dying to get shit. If you've got inventory, man, can we sell it to you at a high margin? That's great. And all of a sudden now it's like somebody pulled the rug out from under us. Holy shit. We got competition again. Interest rates are higher. There's everybody's got materials in. We can't win on that anymore. We don't want to win on low price because that's always a losing game measure your people's production that begins to take away the excuses right because if they if they said nobody's buying and they made six phone calls or door knocks last week you say gosh you're right none of those six did why are you not doing a hundred if your job's to go get new business and you've been relying on company leads to get that, my guess is a lot of those have dried up or they're not as good as they used to be. By the way, if all you're doing to build your business is relying on company leads, the best you'll ever be is mediocre. The salespeople that are out getting their own leads, generating their own information, generating their own prospects, those will always be the most sought after, the most highly paid, and the highest performing salespeople. You want to be sought after by your competitors? Be somebody that generates your own leads and leaves the company leads for the losers who can't get their own. I know companies spend more and more and more money to get inbound leads. I totally get it. And that's great. Super strategy. However, your best people ought to be consistently going to bring in their own because of what they hear, who they know, who they're networking with, who's helping them, who they're helping. Have them track those things. What you'll find is if you've never done this before, your salespeople will initially, they'll push back. Some will quit. They'll say, fuck you. This is micromanagement. We're not putting up with this shit. We didn't sign up for this thing, right? Let those people go. You didn't want them in the first place. What you'll find is your high performers, they love accountability. They want to be able to say, They want somebody to care what they're doing. They want to be able to show what they're doing, right? They want to be better. And if you say, all right, we need to make a 100 touches a week, new touches. This does not mean you're having a conversation with somebody over three calls during that week. That counts as one, right? One call gets one point. Track behavior Outcome is the least important thing right now because we're not in control of who buys. We can't control that. We can control no's because if somebody doesn't say yes, it's automatically a no. I'm Walker McKay with No BS Sales. Track your people's behavior. Your good people are already doing that for themselves. Collect that data. Use it so you can understand what good looks like. How many people are they actually talking to and what's coming of those things. Thanks for listening to the NBS no Sales School podcast. If you haven't already, please take one minute to write a quick review for the show. It really does make a huge difference. Also, subscribe to the show and please forward this episode to somebody else who needs to hear it. As a bonus for listening, I'm going to give you access to a free mini course, Seven Expensive Sales Mistakes You're Making and What You Can Do About It go to www.7salesmistakes.com and get access to the free mini course. That's the number seven salesmistakes.com. Thanks again for listening to the OBS Sales School Podcast.